Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This webmasterradio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the undisputed champions of the affiliate marketing industry. AFCON 2010 is proudly sponsored by these pound-for-pound affiliate marketing players. ClickBank, PerfectAddress.com, Atrinsic Interactive, and Saveology. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that will make their mark to be the new affiliate marketing champion. Can you afford not to miss it? AFCON 2010, June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast. The essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on earth. Learn about the newest updates and plugins, as well as exclusive interviews with WordPress experts that are sure to help you enhance your skill set. Now, please welcome the hosts of the WordPress Community Podcast, Yost Ivok and Frederick Towns. 
Hi everyone, here we are again after a huge intro. Um, yeah, we're back again this week. Uh, we've got Frederick as usual, and we've got a very special guest being Alex King. Hi Alex. Hello everyone. Uh, so um, yeah, we'll dive right into our chat with Alex, which is probably more interesting than the news because we still haven't got a WordPress 3.0 to talk about. So Frederick, do we have any serious news? Uh, there's just a couple things. Obviously, there's some WordCamps this month. Uh, uh, Catania, Columbus, Germany, um, right in there at the start of July. And also there's a WordCamp, um, Boulder, uh, coming up that I'm sure Alex can tell us about. And uh, Dougal has mentioned on his blog that there's a Business of WordPress conference in Atlanta coming up on the 22nd, which is uh, sounds pretty interesting to me. Um, there's a couple new plugins, but one of them actually made my uh, my plugin pick of the week, so we'll come to that uh, later. And um, other than you know the uh, the latest release candidate for WordPress three, that's about it, Yoast. Yeah. So um, we we were trying to find out the exact change log for the latest release candidate, uh, and we couldn't find it. Um, so uh, have you checked it out, Alex? Do you know what's new in the latest release candidate, or don't you haven't you checked out? I haven't looked from uh, RC2 to RC3 yet. It wouldn't surprise me if there's not an official uh, release log uh, yet. <laughs> no, yeah, as, as usual. Um, so let us start with introducing uh, you properly, Alex. Um, people might know you from uh, several plugins and uh, several companies, etc. Can you give us uh, the the short but complete introduction to Alex King? Uh, sure. I've, uh, I guess one of the original um, contributing developers on the WordPress project um, back when it um, evolved from B2. And uh, I've built a couple dozen um, publicly released plugins. Um, hosted a uh, style and theme competition uh, for WordPress that um, helped launch the uh, kind of wider availability of WordPress themes. And uh, founded CrowdFavorite, uh, which provides um, high-end WordPress development and consulting services. And more recently, WordPress Help Center, which um, provides on-demand uh, support and development services for WordPress. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to be talking about WordPress Help Center a bit more because I'm, I'm quite intrigued by the the, uh, the model there. Um, but uh, what would be the most uh, commonly known plugins that people would know from you? Because um, I noticed that people know me by my plugins now. I guess the same <laughs> is true for you. Yeah, pr probably the most widely distributed one is Twitter Tools. Um, also, uh, WordPress Mobile Edition and Popularity Contest have been um, fairly widely used. Okay, cool. Uh, Twitter Tools is, is giving you headaches right now, I noticed on your blog. It's, yeah. it's just a matter of trying to figure out the right way to migrate it to the um, OAuth um, yeah. framework that Twitter is moving to, which I 
wholly support um, while maintaining a, a good user experience um, because OAuth wasn't really designed for um, the uh, the use case of you know, I guess a plugin for uh, a site management um, tool like WordPress uh, with it all being open source and each WordPress site being considered its own application within uh, Twitter. So there's there's a lot of complexity there and trying to figure out a way to keep the user experience as uh, simple as possible is um, something I'm really struggling with right now. Yeah, I can imagine. I've got a couple of plugins doing uh, similar things and um, I'm getting my hat broken trying to figure out how to do this in a way that won't break all the hats of all my users. Um, but that's an, enough about complexity like OAuth. Um, you, you launched the WordPress Help Center. Um, can you tell us a bit about what that is, what it does? Sure. Uh, we started talking about WordPress Help Center, at, uh, I guess it was probably early 2009 when we started um, talking about it in earnest. Um, spoke with some folks at the uh, um, WordPress meetup at South by Southwest in 2009, uh, including Matt Mullenweg, and he thought it was an interesting idea, and we went ahead and um, launched it. Basically, the goal was to provide a, a commercial service for providing help um, that people need around WordPress. Um, there's, I guess, a couple of different uh, verticals that I thought were important. One is um, people that are just getting started that don't know the right questions to ask and therefore have a lot of difficulty using the self-help tools that are out there. Uh, if you don't know the right questions to ask, it's hard to phrase something into Google or into the support forums that'll give you answers that are useful. Um, so those people typically, I, I get emails from a lot of them, um, just they happen across my site um, somehow, and they'd send in saying, yeah. you know, is there somebody that I can call that can um, help me figure out how to do X? And so that was one of the things that we really wanted to be able to provide is a place that people can call and we'll walk them right through whatever it is they're trying to do. Um, another thing that I wanted to be able to provide is um, on-call development services um, for smaller projects, but still with high-quality developers that have um, good experience with WordPress. Um, the uh, evolution that I've seen um, with independent developers, you know, was we get a lot of leads coming in to CrowdFavorite and where we're not able to um, work with everyone, so we're, we refer business out fairly frequently. And what we saw is that as people... Um, get more experience and a bigger client base, they tend towards um, preferring larger projects, which is very natural and a good way for them to run their business. But yeah. it means that the people that are available to do smaller projects are less experienced, less professional, et cetera, um, just sort of through the, the self-selection nature of um, you know, how, how these businesses come about. 
So I wanted to have um, you know, a resource that I could feel comfortable referring people to that could provide expert development, but could do just a day or two project if that's what was needed, or maybe even just an hour or two project. Um, so that was the, the second um, area that I thought was important for the Help Center. And then the third one is um, somewhat self-serving, but it's uh, an area that <laughs> Those I are always the best. <laughs> it's something I, I've seen, you know, over the last five, six, seven years, however long I've been doing this, um, that the uh, the reward for plugin developers and building something that people use and love is typically uh, a large number of support requests and uh, a high level of expectations put on them. Um, by the community, but uh, without a matching revenue stream. Yeah. So uh, what we wanted to do is um, provide a resource for plugin developers where they can say, you know what, I'm sorry I'm not able to help you with this. You know, you're my 200th email today. I'd love to help everybody if I could. However, the help center over here um, will be happy to help you. And we provide an affiliate payment back to the, the plugin developers. And that's actually, right now it's a, a smaller payment, but um, I expect that to be increasing. I think that we're going to be in position to increase that um, close to the end of the month here. Cool stuff. Uh, so uh, basically, uh, on uh, any WordPress Plugin developer can just say and say in his plugin uh, and documentation and wherever that okay support for this plugin is handled by the WordPress help center. Don't bother me. Uh, I'll I'll be doing other things. Yeah, there's there's just the WordPress community is so large now that even if you know, a small percentage of the people using uh, the things you develop have questions, uh, it can be a, a huge drain on your time. Um, and most of the plugin developers that I know are doing that on top of whatever their primary uh, job is. And most of them just don't have the availability to uh, respond the way I want to, the way they want to um, to the community. And I think the other side of that also is that um, you know the the help center has a big responsibility to communicate back with the plugin developers. And let people know if we're finding a lot of bug reports, and we're able to verify that you know, hey, this thing is actually not working the way it should. We have to close the loop with the plugin developers, so they're not losing valuable feedback channels just because they're not providing the support directly. Yeah, I, I actually liked that part most when I was reading about it. That someone would be screening my bug reports for me, because uh, the the number of bug reports you get that uh, actually are not bug reports but in inadequate users are is insane. Or and, uh, it could yeah, it could be um, not a bug, or it could be uh, actually an issue with another plugin or theme that's causing a problem. Like that one wasn't written well, and so it's stomping on things you're doing. Or there's just so many different variables. Yeah, ab absolutely. I, I bet you get the same a lot, Frederick, with uh, plugins that uh, actually uh, give you or support requests that give you crap and, and that you can't do anything with. 
Right, exactly. Caching is actually pretty complicated, and some users think that, oh, this stopped working because of your plugin. Well, no, actually, caching stops a lot of things from working by definition. <laughs> so <laughs> sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's it's a very annoying thing. Um, we'll have to go for a quick commercial break, promote Afcon a bit more, um, and then uh, we'll be uh, right back and uh, and talk a bit more with Alex and 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 some get some interesting stuff out of him. So, Brasco, time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more WordPress community podcast after this. Hi, this is Joel Tom. I want to take a moment to tell you about a revolutionary new theme for WordPress that's going to change the way you make websites. It's called the Socrates theme, and it is the number one WordPress product on ClickBank. You can see it in action right now at SocratesTheme.com. The Socrates theme has a ton of options for customizing your site, but what really makes it stand out is the ability to monetize your site instantly just by entering your ClickBank or AdSense IDs right inside the theme. That's right, there's no plugins needed. Go check it out now at SocratesTheme.com. My.AFCON2010.com. My.AFFCON2010.com. Your social media source for AFCON 2010. The Trade Show, where affiliates always attend for free. Sign up today at My.AFCON2010.com. Check out photos and videos from our past events. Plus, check out our blog and discussion forums. Start socializing today and tell your friends to sign up now at my.afcon2010.com. Sign up today at my.afcon2010.com. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy, live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. The WordPress Community Podcast continues, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Yost Ivok and Frederick Towns. So, Alex, I wanted to um, learn more about how this, uh, basically, this network that you put together works. How does a developer get qualified, uh, you know, and become part of the network so you can refer them uh, some of these support requests and things like that? Uh, I'm not sure I understood the question. Are you asking how um, people sign up to So, if I'm just, right, if I'm a developer and, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to participate, what do I do? Is there some kind of test? You're going to qualify me through some kind oh, of process. You get hired by Alex, right? <laughs> I, if yeah, I, I'm not sure if um, if I'm I'm understanding uh, exactly right. the The way the affiliate program works is people sign up and then um, they can refer their support request into us, and then we uh, provide payments back out. 
Okay, so they're really, but I mean, so there's no real, it, it sounded like you were actually qualifying, you know, the, these people that participate in the system in some way. You said you felt confident in, in working with them. So I was trying to see how oh, you our, characterize. Our staff? Uh, yeah, they're, they're employees. Yeah, so you actually employ a couple of people for WP Help Center now, right? We have three full-time uh, employees, and we have a couple of uh, um, people from the. So we have three full-time employees uh, of the the help center, and then um, there are a couple of folks um, from the crowd favorite team that help out um, when uh, when demand dictates it. So uh, we have up, up to five people um, staffing um, if we have to. Okay, so it, I wanted to go ahead, Yost. No, yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, when this gets big, of course, it, it, scaling becomes an issue. So it, it, the idea that Frederick had there is, is probably not even a bad idea to get other developers to to jump in and and, and pick up those requests. But there's, there's another side doing something like that, isn't there? Uh, uh, so some support side out there that is trying to get WordPress requests in, etc. Um, I, I can't remember the name right now, but there's uh, an answers site, I think. Um, that, yeah, where you can, you know, people will say I'm willing to pay X number of dollars um, to someone who will answer this question for me. Yeah, basically crowdsourcing that stuff. That's right. Yep. <laughs> So, Alex, why don't you tell us about uh, a couple of the new things, well, maybe not new things, but some of the interesting products that CrowdFavorite has. Um, you have a number of solutions, I think, right? Um, so I'm specifically talking about, I'll just take the cat out of the bag, you know, the, the backup moxie and, and your mm -hmm. theme framework, very interesting products. Can you tell us, tell us about them? Sure. Uh, backup Moxie is uh, basically a, a managed uh, backup and restoration service for websites. Was something that um, we needed for our clients and didn't have. Uh, we weren't able to find a solution that would that would work. Uh, basically, you know, there's a lot of you know, if you spend six months putting a site together, there's a lot of knowledge that goes into how the thing is built and um, how it needs to be restored if something goes wrong, like if this database here gets corrupted, how does it affect other things um, throughout the site, what are things to look for in troubleshooting, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, um, we we built a solution um, that uses Amazon's cloud services and uh, creates snapshot backups every 24 hours or every six hours, depending on the package you have. And then there's a 24-7 a phone number um, where if you have a problem with the site, you can call us up and we can either do a, a selective restoration of you know maybe just a file or two that had gotten overwritten or edited and we needed an, uh, an old version of them, or maybe a database has gotten corrupted or uh, there's been a hardware failure or something like that, and we need to get the site completely restaged. Um, on new hardware or restore a database or things like that, and uh, and that's what we're able to do since we have uh, basically full snapshots of the site and we keep those snapshots for sixty days. 
So that's a phenomenal help for lots of users at lots of different levels. Um, so that's a really great product. I was also wondering, um, you know, how does how are users actually using that? I mean, are, are you seeing that it's it's so straightforward and easy to use that people are are you know restoring backups and things of that nature themselves? And also, how does it scale for really large sites? Um, it's a completely managed system, so there's no self-service aspect to it at all. Um, so people don't restore their own backups. They just get in touch with us, and, and we do it for them. Um, the uh, uh, the largest sites we have um, compressed, I think we'd have um, maybe 10 to 20 gigabytes of data. Um, and it uh, seems to be working uh, pretty well. That's awesome. So uh, actually, uh, Yost and I were talking about Carrington, your CMS theme framework, just the other day, um, mm -hmm. probably after a conversation he had with you. Can you tell the people out there you know, who that's geared uh, towards? Because a lot of our listeners are actually you know, either getting started with WordPress or trying to become an expert and want to learn how to, uh, to do the things that experts do. Sure. Uh, Carrington is, again, um, kind of a response to um, something that uh, we had as a problem. So, you know, scratching our own itch. Uh, basically, we're building a lot of um, complex CMS sites, and we found ourselves uh, needing to um, build similar functionality into a lot of these different themes. And so what we did is we um, went ahead and created a framework um, that meant we didn't ever have to write that code again, uh, that instead we could um, just be smart about the way we set up our templates and let the framework engine do the heavy lifting for us. So an example of this would be um, a site that has uh, maybe editorials as well as news items as well as reviews or something like that. And each of the post types uh, would have a slightly different visual treatment. Like an editorial might have a headshot of the author and a, a brief bio. Uh, the news uh, might have uh, you know, just kind of headline and bullet points, you know, pretty sparse whereas the review might have uh, galleries and um, pull images, things like that, special treatments. And so what Carrington does is Carrington looks at the type of page that's being loaded, and then it looks at the type at each individual post and each individual comment, and it looks at the available templates that are in the theme, and it chooses the most appropriate template for each of those things. So you can create uh, a custom header for a specific category archive page, or you can do a custom post treatment for a post that's in a certain category or was written by a certain author or has a certain piece of, um, a certain custom field. And it goes uh, very granular. It supports basically every bit of data um, that you can put into WordPress, uh, including the uh, custom post types in WordPress 3.0. And it means that 
um, you don't have to write the conditional logic that into your theme where you say, if in category X, do this, else if this, else if this, else if this, etc. Because what we saw happening was that logic's not hard to write, but let's say we've got it in one place on the homepage, we've got it somewhere else in an individual post display and somewhere else in a sidebar. Six months later, if a client comes back to us and says, hey, we want to change this thing, it's really easy to forget that, you know, hey, I have to change this in three places, right? They're, they're pointing to this one specific area of the site that they want changed. We take care of that. We might um, overlook the fact that it's also has to be taken care of uh, over here and over there. So uh, by baking all of this in um, and just handling it based on file naming conventions rather than having to write custom code each time, we just eliminated all of that. And one of the uh, nice side effects that happened is that our front-end developers are now able to build much more robust themes um, for complex sites because there's no longer that step of having to write um, the uh, conditional logic in PHP. All they have to do is create a couple of different templates that do what they want. And the uh, Carrington engine takes care of the rest for them. And for those who don't know, I mean, that's really awesome because, you know, WordPress has this, uh, this logic but it sounds like Alex's team is intimately using that simplifies a lot of complex, um, uh, we'll just call them design treatments and capabilities that are, you know, right there in WordPress, you know, at, for your at your disposal. But a lot of people don't know how to use them, so that's awesome. That's really a great time saver. I think uh, people should check that out. How does is there pricing with that? Obviously, how does that take shape, Alex? There's a developer license. Uh, I mean, it's fr a freely available download, uh, GPL licensed, and then there's a developer license on uh, crowdfavorite.com. I think it's uh, $50 or something like that. Which is so bloody cheap. Also. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and so you have more goodies. Let's talk about Analytics 360, Alex. What can people expect out of that? I think uh, the MailChimp uh, integration is awesome, so fill us in on that. Sure. We, uh, uh, we were fortunate to work with the MailChimp team to uh, create this plugin. Uh, they sponsored the development of it. And basically, it will um, take your Google Analytics and your MailChimp Analytics and uh, other data that's just native um, from your WordPress site and mash it all together into... Uh, a single reports dashboard. So it'll give you um, your traffic, your site traffic, and it'll overlay uh, blog posts uh, that you've made and uh, uh, mailing list uh, broadcasts. So you can see, oh, hey, this spike in traffic here corresponded to this blog post or to this uh, email that was sent out. And then there's also just um, some general, like uh, there's email list growth uh, stats and um, visitor demographics and uh, most popular visits and some other of the kind of standard things that you would expect from uh, Google Analytics. But the, the nice thing about it is it's right there within your WordPress dashboard. You don't have to go off to 
uh, in this case, two other sites, uh, MailChimp for their analytics and Google for their analytics and, and lose track of how all those things fit together. That's awesome. And uh, that, you know, you mentioned that MailChimp uh, sponsored development. I mean, that's, I think, you know, if memory serves, Yoast and, and you, Alex, are the only two guys I know that are on that echelon of, uh, of development that uh, actually warrants corporate sponsorship for your work. So it's excellent. Yeah, it, Thank it you. must be awesome to be able to work with MailChimp as well. I mean, uh, I know when they released it, I was like, okay, this is probably the coolest video I've ever seen for uh, <laughs> for a plugin. If you, if you search for Analytics 360, you can you can probably find it on Google. Uh, I, I say probably, but I'm not quite sure that you'll be able to find my blog. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that was really it. Really, is an awesome video they, they released for that. So uh, that, it must be pretty cool to work with them. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're a great company. They care a lot about their users, which is always a, a wonderful thing because you're just working collaboratively to to try to create the best experience for people. Yeah, have have you done done more uh, uh, of these corporate sponsored plugins like this? We have. We've built a few. Um, we built one for uh, Thomson Reuters uh, for their. Open Calais service, which is a basically how best to describe this. Um, they take unstructured data and try to discern some structure from it. So you give you copy a couple of paragraphs of text out of a um, a newspaper article and send it off to the Open Calais service, and it'll come back and say. Um, Barack Obama is a person, and Washington D.C. is a place. And yeah, it, that that API when I first played with it a couple of years back scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it, it's so good. It's it's very good, and the uh, um, the plugin we created is called Tagaru, and basically what it does is it sends the content um, that you're writing for a blog post to the Open Calais service which in turn uh, suggests tags that you could use for your post uh, based on the things that it finds in your blog post. And it also uses those tags to search Flickr for um, Creative Commons licensed photos that you could use um, to augment your post visually. It, it, it only misses one thing, actually, uh, Alex. If, if this has support for custom taxonomies, and uh, would would allow for me to automatically say, okay, yes, this is a person. Yes, this is a person. Yes, this is a person. And it would go into my custom taxonomies. That would basically be publisher's heaven. That's a very cool idea. I'm and jotting that down. <laughs> <laughs> because I I know we uh, I used the Open Calais service with a client of mine in the UK to um, actually tag about one million. Uh, articles in their database mm -hmm. uh, because it wasn't tagged, it was all unstructured data and we threw it through OpenCalais and after that we had uh, basically a, a, a ranking beast because we could do all all sorts of great interlinking with tags etc based on that uh, on that analysis by OpenCalais. It's really really cool stuff. Yeah we've used it um, similarly, it's a, it's a very powerful tool. 
Yeah, it, it only works properly in a couple of languages, though, which is a, 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 a pity because we'd love to use it in Dutch, but it's not really there yet. Yeah, I suppose that's the problem with it uh, being an American news organization. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it is really cool. But that, that plugin is called Tagaroo, right? It's on uh, Crowd Favorite as well. Yes, that's correct. Yep. Okay. Cool. It's it's uh, I'm I'm going through the list again and it's like okay you've made too many of these by now it's it's just there's too much how much work does it does do you guys have to update each of, the, of those plugins for new versions especially for free to own that must be a pain in the ass um, yeah it's uh, it's definitely a challenge um, you know there's it's it's not just updating plugins for new features in WordPress or new capabilities in WordPress. It's also um, trying to stay current with the latest security best practices and um, you know, the, there's new ways, uh, new utility functions for getting different types of data um, that maybe didn't exist before, so you're doing custom queries or things like that. And trying to keep the code um, as current as possible with the the currently published best practices uh, in WordPress is uh, quite an effort. We've actually um, hired someone, uh, an intern, um, whose job it is to update all of our plugins, and uh, and that's basically it. <laughs> they're they're going to be it's going to be a multi-month project and um, quite a bit of work to to get everything. Um, up to the the latest and greatest. So that basically means that you you're spending money to to help the community. Um, the, the thing is, I I couldn't afford to do that uh, on being on my own or with Orange Valley, but Orange Valley doesn't sponsor those plugins, and. Uh, I'm like, okay, so how is a normal plugin author supposed to, to do that? I, I think WP Help Center is a step in the right direction, but but in my in my opinion, still is that we really need a decent model for people to make a bit of money in plugins so they can actually support their own stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, I was doing the math, and you know, some of my plugins are more complex than others, but. Um, so if if I'm just looking at the amount of testing required, you know, some of them are just a couple hours, some of them are actually a couple of days, um, and I've got about thirty of them. So I estimate that the time spent just updating them, if I was to do it, would be about uh, a month's time, you know, give or take. And <laughs> if you look at WordPress doing three or four major releases a year. Uh, I think the goal was four. That may have been scaled back to three now. You're asking someone <laughs> to donate three months of their year, uh, one, you know, a, a quarter of their billable time to basically, you know, the WordPress community at, at very little cost, if any. Um, the most most plugin developers make you know somewhere between zero and twenty five bucks a month on donations. So um, it's uh, it's definitely a situation that is not sustainable. No, no I agree. Um, 
so let's take uh, one more commercial break and then uh, we'll come right back and, uh, and wrap up. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more WordPress Community Podcast after this. Staying ahead of the curve to deliver the best online marketing solutions you need. That's what the JAR Group is all about. The JAR Group offers a full-service suite of marketing and managing solutions custom-tailored for affiliate search and social media. The JAR Group uses their resources and research to help meet and exceed the revenue expectations of each and every client. Find out how the JAR Group can work for you at thejargroup.com. That's thejargroup.com. The JAR Group, online marketing with measurable results. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. It's why simple affiliate if yes you'll pay me no if as a maybe get paid daily make a mad dash sign up is a flash quickly convert the clicks in the cash affiliate marketing network is first place i cut to the chase it's all performance based listen to what i'm telling you because this is what you better do join as a publisher and maximize your revenue think we agreed that money is what you need indeed you can get paid from sales and leads not one thing lacking don't get it cracking even from a quick state of the art tracking where to the start you can do it a couple ways 866-XY7-PAYS it's toll free tell me what you waiting on so log on to xy7.com SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. The WordPress Community Podcast continues only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Ghost Evoc and Frederick Towns. So, Alex, we, we were just talking during the break about the plugin picks, which uh, Frederick and I have and will be coming to you shortly. But um, I, I was wondering, you have a lot of plugins as well. How do you, um, of course, you, you've handed out your support to your own WP Help Center for those plugins now. Um, but how do you deal with, uh, with bug reports? Do you have a, a standardized way of dealing with them? Do you, have a, do you use a bug tracking system for that? Or how do you work with it? Um, I guess I don't have a, a real official way of doing it. Oftentimes what I'll do is ju just go and add a comment at the top of the plugin in uh, trunk so that I know I've got something to take a look at. And then uh, I'll, when I'm, next time I'm working on that plugin, I'll, I'll try to knock out any of the bugs that are there. Okay. Cool. So you don't uh, spend time immediately, but you jot it down, and then at some point you'll have a look at the plugin and fix a couple of bugs. It depends on the severity of the bug, and it depends on if it's been verified or not. Like if the help center finds something and they they verify it, um, then 
I'll spend more time looking at it because I know it's not going to be a waste of my time. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a, lo- a lot of bug reports are are not actually bug reports, and you spend a lot of time just you know verifying that it's not a <laughs> not actually something that needs fixing. Um, but the the other thing that I try to do is uh, batch that work because uh, you know if you can't touch 20 different things in a day uh, and and still be productive on any of them so uh, if you can you know sit down and focus on getting four or five things done on on a single plugin instead of trying to do one thing on four or five plugins uh, I find that's a lot more productive yeah I can I can imagine it's it's a pity so in some way that we don't have a, a, a some way uh, some yeah well good feedback loop that all developers use would be really cool if if uh, an, a, any developer that has had more than uh, 500,000 plugin downloads could easily email uh, uh, all the other plugin developers saying hey you've got a bug in your plugin this is how to fix it because I, you just mentioned you you had to fix some plugins. That's stuff we I know Frederick does all the time for Mashable as well, and and I have to do the same sometimes because I want to use a plugin, but it it only does half of what it advertises that it does. And it would be cool if we find a way as a community to deal with that and give people better feed better feedback to deal with that. Yeah, I think that there's um, actually kind of two areas around that that are. Yeah, I guess uh, one solution might be able to solve both of them, but one is um, just deficiencies, right, or, or bugs or things like that. And then the other is security issues. And the security issues um, are much more immediate um, sometimes and um, much more pressing. Um, it's uh, It's one thing to say, you know, well, you know, this this isn't working. So when somebody clicks on it, it, it doesn't do what it's supposed to. It's something else to say. And, you know, the 20,000 people that have this installed all have a vulnerability on their site. Um, so that's actually something I've talked uh, with a, a number of folks about, and I've been putting a blog post together on. Um, I, I think that it would be really valuable to have a um, security resource uh, for everything WordPress, themes, plugins, etc., that when there's a report of, of a bug or a, a security issue, um, that entity would actually research it and try to reproduce it and take a look at the code and then would publish an advisory and you know, try to work with the developers and, um, and then would also make all of that data available through APIs. So... Uh, word, uh, professionals that are building um, things with WordPress, you know, if they, um, you know, they they could say, okay, I want to use these plugins uh, and go check them out on the site and see, you know, okay, these haven't had any um, confirmed vulnerabilities, or they did have one a month ago and it's been patched. Things like that, um, I think, would be really helpful to the community, um, especially to uh, the developer community, um, the, the people that are building uh, robust sites with WordPress. Absolutely, yeah. You get some, somewhat more of a certified stack uh, idea uh, that way. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, 
Yeah, yeah, that would be really helpful. And I know I've I've had my moments when Mark Jacquez pinged me on IAM saying, "Okay, so um, I was using this and this plugin of yours. Can you please fix these five security holes?" And I'm like, "Okay, thanks. Why did nobody else find these?" And uh, yeah, that, that is weird. I must say that's a, a bit of a while ago. I tried to, to check them out a bit a bit better these days, but it's. It still happens, and you make mistakes, and it would be good if we found a way as a community to deal with that. Uh, yeah, and especially as plugins become more complex these mm-hmm. days. Yeah, and, and some sometimes you can have situations um, where you know you wrote a plugin before a certain security best practice was available. Um, that's the case with uh, some of my plugins and uh, nonces, for example. Those. Nonsense were added after the plugin was written, and the plugin hasn't really been changed that much um, since then. So it's one of the things that we're trying to do is go back and retrofit everything with the the latest and greatest security. Yeah, a nonce for those of you not who do not know is a number used only once that is used in the back end of WordPress to authenticate that a certain request is actually coming from you and not from an outside server or hacker or whatever. Um. Yo, yeah, do cool. we have like, I, I a couple hope. minutes just to see if we can get? Do we have a couple seconds to see if we can get a quick tip for beginner or early WordPress users from Alex before we do uh, plugin picks? Of course, yeah, yeah, go right at. Alex, anything come to mind that might be helpful for those people getting started with WordPress? Like a lot of those people that maybe are using uh, the WordPress Help Center, for example. Um, my my advice is really to uh, if you are not able to experiment and fail on the site that you're, you know, on on your main site, set up a second site that you can do that with because you're going to learn more by experimenting and trying things and seeing what works uh, than you will pretty much any other way. Uh, Definitely agreed. Although I tend to break my own site all the time. (laughs) (laughs) and, and and that's not out of disrespect for my for my uh, readers, but because of my love for them, that's how I explain it. Right? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's very true. Be, everybody should have a, a play site uh, if you're serious about WordPress to uh, to start on. Very good advice. Very good. Okay, let's let's get to the plugin picks because I'm very curious about yours, Frederick, because you picked a plugin that came out this week. You said. Yeah, and it looks pretty cool. Um, I haven't played with it deeply, but it's doing something that I want to explore, and that's why I picked it. So it's called Mouse Eye Tracking Service. Uh, the author is Picnet um, something LTD, so I guess maybe they're in uh, Australia or New Zealand or something like that. But anyway, what it does is it, uh, it integrates with um, uh, a service that it provides heat mapping, click tracking, and you know all that kind of good stuff. So basically you can see what's happening on your site. And there's a lot of uh, you know tools that you can j- drop into your site right now that um, that do a decent job, but none of them that really play nice with WordPress. So when I saw this one pop up, I, I knew it was something I wanted to take a look at. So that's Mouse Eye Tracking Service. Mouse Eye Tracking Service sounds really cool. I've used a lot of those different tools out there, and it's uh, yeah, it's very uh, very cool information you can get about your site. Um, so, so Alex, I. Uh, yeah, I, I've got a pretty cool one as well, but I, I wanted to see if Alex had one or that he wanted to bail out because I, I didn't actually warn him about all this. 
I, I think I'm going to uh, opt out on uh, <laughs> very on the good. Basis okay. Of bias <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, I, I, uh, I just noticed a plugin this afternoon that was released or that I hadn't seen before. I think it's it got updated. Uh, it's called CMS Tree Page View, um, and it well the the name basically covers what it does. It shows you a tree of your pages um, uh, in a sort of a Windows Explorer like way. Um, which I like a lot on sites with a lot of pages, as I use um, uh, WordPress as a CMS a lot for bigger sites that are mostly based on content uh, pages and not on posts. Uh, that is re a really a cool thing, and it, it yeah allows you to fold in and out certain sections of the site, and it's really simple, uh, as in it does nothing more than that, uh, and it doesn't even do that quite correctly yet but I think that's something that's easily fixed for them so I've already sent them a patch um, but it, it, it is working for me and it's really cool stuff so it's a pretty easy way for me to find my pages on bigger sites it's called CMS tree page view also a cool thing if you check out their wordpress.org page they're one of the first plugins to actually have a, a YouTube video on their wordpress.org plugin page uh, which is uh, pretty cool so uh, uh, yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool things. Um, with that, I uh, think we're going to be wrapping up. Uh, I want to uh, tell everyone that I uh, was actually on Webmaster Radio before today. Um, it was a microformats uh, roundtable, uh, as we've called it, with uh, Richard Baxter from SEOGadget.co.uk and myself talking about uh, microformats and rich snippets, etc. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, there's probably is a very cool sh uh, cool show to listen to so uh, you can find that on webmaster radio and probably on yours.com in a bit as well um and that's about it i'm uh, i'm trying to remember who we have on next week i don't know if you know by heart i'm looking it up uh, uh frederick but do you know by heart no i don't know by heart we keep changing it around yeah <laughs> okay for, so next week is chris coyer of uh digging into wordpress and i'm probably butchering his last name right now and then uh, the week after that should be Pete Cashmore of Mashable um, so uh, it should be all good I uh, hope to uh, listen to see you all next week Alex thanks a lot for being here uh, and hope to talk to you soon my pleasure mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.